welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Hi everyone, it's Paul Abel again here. Uh, we had a Chris Dingle this morning, so quite a different service with uh, oranges and cocktail sticks and candles and, and red tape. Uh, it was great fun, lots of candles lit, lots of carols. Uh, as a result though, there's not a, a normal message, there's a short message you can listen to. But uh, thank you for listening in all this year. And once again, I just want to wish you and your families a happy Christmas and a very blessed New Year. Hallelujah. Well, you can take a seat for a few minutes. Jesus is the light of the world. That's that central candle over there in the Advent ring. Looks like it's lit right now, but it's just lit from the others. That will be lit on Christmas Day here. And Jesus said to us, you are to be the light of the world. And I've just got a couple of videos to show you where just maybe, maybe these guys just went a little bit far, or not, in the whole light of the world thing. So... Here's a couple of videos for you. There you go. Which is brilliant, of course, unless they live next door to you. (laughs) The first one was a video that went viral uh, about 11 years ago, uh, which I think is amazing because then you see how the the technology's changed and you see how incredible it was um, 11 years ago, which is why it went viral. And I was looking up the guy that did it to his own house. He now has a... A Christmas lights business that lights up whole sort of stadiums and things with Christmas lights. So it's amazing what you can achieve by being on YouTube. Now, so I was looking at that and thinking, well, they definitely weren't shy in letting people know they wanted to celebrate Christmas. Uh, and in fact, the, the first one I showed, the only reason they stopped, they stopped three years later in 2010, was because uh, they couldn't get the crowds in the street. So uh, he he was uh, asked to move on by the town council, apparently. Uh, Presumably at the initiative of his neighbours who couldn't get in and out their street. But um, there's one of the prophets, one of those candles over there. His name was Isaiah. And one of the things he speaks hundreds of years before Jesus is he talks in different ways of the coming of Jesus. And one of the things he says, and it's a word to the church today is this, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Isaiah did the equivalent of a massive Christmas light show. He stood up and said to the people, arise, Stop sitting down. Don't have it that your neighbours can't see what you are. Shine! And uh, you get this picture in the language he's using, particularly in the Hebrew, of the light uh, like at dawn. You know, when the sun rises and you see the light going across the land, kind of eating the darkness up. And this is the picture that Isaiah is giving, that this isn't just a show. This is something that's chasing out the darkness. And God's plan has always been, And his people have never quite lived up to it. But his plan has always been that his people, from the people of Israel, when Isaiah was speaking, to the Christians of today, that we would be the light. 
That light that is prepared to stand up, that's what arise means, to stand up from lying down. To get out of just looking around immediately before you, but to take a longer view. Right, where am I going? What am I doing? What is my purpose? Why am I here? What has God called me to? Rather than that, oh, I'll just look at Facebook instead. I'll just watch another Christmas movie. Not that I, I, I love Christmas movies. Uh, and who doesn't like Elf? I mean, the, the only Christmas movie I found odd the other night was, um, I can't remember the name of it again. What was the name of it, Kate? Father of the Bride. Who likes Father of the Bride? It's a Christmas movie because it's always on at Christmas. And I, I, I hadn't seen it for ages. And I was watching it thinking, I, I used to find this hilarious. Now he's just annoying. <laughs> it's amazing how things change over time. Yeah, I, used to find, I just thought it was, used to be so funny. The ride shine. Arise, shine. Now, this is a daft question, but it's to everybody, just to see if people are listening. And we can all laugh and point at the person that doesn't put their hand up. No, we wouldn't do that. Of course not. But, yeah, we will. The question is this. How many of you have seen a full moon shining at night? Anybody to put a hand? Yep, I think we've got everybody. Okay. Isn't it bright? Yep, it's bright white light. And yet the moon itself is a dark black rock. If we could show it to you now, it would be the colour of this colour of this microphone here. So how come it looks white? It's because it doesn't have any light of its own. The moon doesn't shine at all. There's no real thing as moonlight, particularly. The only reason you see the moon is that the sun is shining on it. You see, and the church gets itself all, oh, I don't know if we can do this. And Jesus says, look, it's not about you. I will shine on you. And when Jesus says we are the light of the world, it's because if we allow, and we do have to allow, his light to shine on us. The world's a dark place, but we can shine brightly through our love, our kindness, our joy, our peace, our willingness to be give, giving. So, we're going to do, before we do the Chris Dingle, a little bit of, what shall we call it? Um, hmm, prophetic exhortation. Generational prophetic exhortation. Okay, yeah, that's worth a new. This is Christmas, after all. It's behind you. So... Slow, slow, slow. Right, what we're going to do is split you up. So you need to remember where you're sitting. You can't go remember where you are sitting. Take a look at the lovely people you are sitting with because you should be getting back together with them within a couple of minutes. But this is going to be a generational prophetic exhortation. Yeah, it is. It's going to be to do with the rise and shining. Um, so, we won't do it yet. We'll do it in a minute. Let's just check the first line of this uh, scripture of Isaiah. First of all, I want you to shout it back at me, each phrase that I give. Okay? Arise! Arise! Yeah, that's reasonably average. If you were very, very tired and feeling ill and in hospital and about to, you know, depart for glory, that would be really loud. Arise! Arise! Now we're getting better. Shine! For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord shines on you. Yeah, and you can do the finger pointing thing. Okay? That actually was remarkably impressive. It was as if somebody had encouraged you to get louder or something. Incredible. 
So, this is what we're going to do. Generational encouragement and exhortation and stuff. Uh, Realising that whatever age I pick, somebody has got there into the older bracket. Okay? But it is Christmas, so you need to forgive me whatever age I pick. I could pick over five, and that would affect a lot of you. You would be the old people, even if you were six. So there is no significance in the number I need to pick. Also, it may mean that we end up separating children and parents. Parents, this is not an excuse for a holiday. You can't go skipping out the door. You're getting them back very soon. If they are very little and you fall into the old bracket, you can go with them into the young bracket and pretend. Everybody be going, I didn't realise she was still that young. I didn't realise he hadn't hit that age yet. So, the age is going to be 30. I may even split up the people that used to be called young. <laughs> right, 30 is going to be the age. And what I want us to do, remembering where you're sitting, is if you are 30 or under, go to this side. <laughs> and if you are 31 or over, Adrian... Could you join the older group, Adrian, because I feel they'll need your support. Yeah. If you're 31 and over, just go over to this side. If this pole here is the face-off pole, you need to be sort of around the tables, facing off against each other, okay? Ready, steady, go! Right, so, this is how it's going to work. This time... This time... This side are going to say a word to, or a phrase to this side, and they're going to respond with the next bit to this side until you get to the last line, which is, rises upon you when you all point at each other. Are you ready? And if you do it really, really well, we won't have to do it again. That's their incentive. Okay. So, can you remember the words? It's a rise. It will be a rise. Shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Are you ready? Good. Everybody's got those words memorized? I will count you in. You're going to be the arise, first of all. I will give you three. Are you ready? One, 96, seven, 32, three. Shine, for your light has come. You've just about got it at the moment, but we're going to see if you can... We're going to do best of three. They are definitely more enthusiastic. Okay. Are you ready? I will count to three. Possibly not in the normal way, but I will get to three. Are you ready? One. 152. 1,096. Three. Okay, I think you had it that time. It's one all. It's all going to be on the last one. Reuben, you need to be louder, mate. Are you ready, Rue? Really loud, okay? <laughs> this time, I will count to three in a more conventional manner. Are you ready? One, two, three. <laughs> 
today in this contest of generational prophetic exhortation, I declare that the most generationally prophetic exhorting people are the younger 31s! Awesome, well done. Okay, you can return to your tables. Okay, everybody. Right. So. I would like to say that was um, the Kingdom Faith version of a Chris Dingle. And now we're going to do the more traditional, which is a little quieter. So, hopefully you've managed to regain all your children. If you haven't, See Adrian afterwards. Now, it is time for the making. So, you are going to need how many oranges have we actually got? There's a hundred. So, just make sure that children have got them first. We may run out, we may not. I don't think we will. I don't think there's more than a hundred here. So, Peter might even know. Did you count, Peter? Have you counted, people? Is there more than 100 people? So everybody's got an orange. Awesome. So, going to do it different this year. On your tables, if you have children, if you have children, they are the primary preachers for this morning. Yeah, we have the Reverend Cameron Guy here. And they are going to tell you, if they can remember, they can have help if they don't, what the meaning of the Christingle is. They're going to preach to you about what it is, okay? Now, from, if you haven't got a child, that's okay, just pick somebody and talk about it, but also, then, everybody can join in for bonus points for which there are absolutely no wonderful prizes. Absolutely no wonderful prizes. Oh, absolutely no wonderful prizes. Um, wonderful prizes is just fake news. You get bonus points if you can come up with Bible verses to go with each thing. You have an orange, a candle, some cocktail sticks... And a red band around the middle. Okay, no instructions, no nothing this time. If you really don't know what to do on the entire table, put a hand up and we'll send in some emergency relief. You'll need to send uh, two or three people from your table to collect enough oranges from our, our wonderful helpers over there. And you've got about ten minutes. So, off you go. Hallelujah. So, we should be coming to an end of your Christingle making. Is there anybody under the age of 12 who's feeling brave enough to just come and answer what some of these things are? Cameron, awesome. Come up here then, Cameron. So that people can see. So, I'll ask you and then you can answer me. So, we've used an orange. What's the orange representing, Cameron? The world. That's right. Okay. And then we put a red band around the world. Why did we do that? It represents God's blood. 
Yeah, the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross. Awesome. Then we stuck cocktail sticks in with sweets on the end. Why do we do that? They represent the four seasons. Okay, but the four seasons from the four, can you remember as well why we put food or sometimes you can use raisins or fruit? Can you remember? They're God's creations in the four seasons. That's right, how God provides for us. And then very lastly, the most important part, we put a candle in the center, a white candle. What is that white candle for? Jesus being the light of the world and hope. That's brilliant answers. A round of applause, please. So, we're going to light them very shortly. You can, uh, we will stay sitting at the tables when we do, because unlike an Anglican church where this uh, is traditionally done, we have carpets <laughs> and chairs, uh, which many of those don't. So, anybody, it's a, it's a harder question for everybody. Can anybody remember, guess, when the very first Chris Dingle was made? Oh, I'm impressed. Go on then, shout it out. It was in Germany. Anybody got a date to go with it in Germany? Shout it out, Elizabeth. It's on St. Thomas's Day. I did not know that. I have no doubt it's true. Where else? Anybody got an idea of when? Okay, let's, let's try. Who thinks it was in the 21st century? No one. 20th century. That's when it came over to this country. 18th century. I missed that one, didn't I? It is the 18th. 1747. It was a bishop in a castle, of all things, in Germany, as you said. Okay. Well, I hope you're all feeling remarkably Christmassy now. It's Christmas Eve tomorrow. If I don't see you again before Christmas, have an absolutely wonderful Christmas and a prosperous new year. Don't forget that next Sunday, there is no service here at the summit. We all take a Sunday off just to enjoy family and and everything else that we get up to. So there's no service here at the summit next Sunday. We are here Christmas morning for a short uh, service from 10 o'clock. It'll be shorter even than today's. but So if you're around on Christmas morning and would like to join some family for carols, we'll be around a few tables again. We'll do something Christmas fun-like, as well as just remember that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour. Well, be blessed, everybody. As we come to the end, please blow the candles out for now. And the great tradition is you put them on your Christmas dinner table if you can find any room amongst the sprouts. All right, have a great Christmas. God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.